weekday from 10 to 1. It's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 606, good morning. It is 32 cold degrees once again in downtown Boise. Pretty much uh, frozen across the Treasure Valley. Got some rain showers overnight. The good news it looked like we were going to have today for those people who uh, travel in between uh, Nampa and Caldwell and have been waiting for decades for the uh, widening of I-84 was thought going to be open today. It's been postponed. Mm. You're going to have three lanes each way open as of this morning, but because of the rain, snow, cold weather overnight, uh, the ITD has announced that they're going to uh, have to wait on that. I guess if it's been a few decades, what's a few more decades? Yeah, probably right. And does does this mean, you know, uh, it, it's going to be open, but does this mean immediately that we start uh, fixing the roadways again? Because it seems like the entire time I have lived here, I-84 in that corridor has had road work going on yeah. for the entire time. And I've been here since 1989. It seems like it's never done. See, the the entire time I've lived in southern Idaho... There's been some kind of road construction going on between Twin Falls and Boise, uh, but that's only since 1965. <laughs> Boise River flows increasing uh, again today, by the way. Um, once again, officials are saying if you are in and around the Boise River, the Greenbelt, be very, very careful. Uh, watch your dogs uh, because the water is super swift, super cold. Officials are targeting uh, the river flows to go from about 5,000 cubic, uh, cubic feet per second today um, up to 5,500 later this afternoon. Flows and conditions could also increase to another 6,000 cubic feet per second as early as uh, Monday. And then uh, by late next week or the following week, they said that uh, the flows could increase to 6,500 cubic feet per second. What does this all mean? Uh, Flood conditions are Mm. considered at 7,000 cubic feet per second. So that's going to put us within 500 uh, feet of what is considered flood conditions for the Boise River, which means we've already seen some flooding uh, going on near yeah. the uh, green belt in some areas, so you you could see some more of that over the next couple of weeks. So it'll be my uh, annual uh, period of feeling sorry for the uh, people who built subdivisions in the floodplain. Remember, um, what was that? That was gosh, almost fifteen twenty years ago. People of ego uh, wanted to sue to have the river moved. <laughs> you remember that, don't you? When they had all the flooding going on in the Eagle area, and you know, I've probably forgotten some of the details, but not the overall picture. Yeah, yeah. They they had uh, a group of people who had built their homes, um, you know, in along the river because it's beautiful down there, right? Sure. You, why you, not? you get to live along the river. Um, they didn't like the fact that the uh, river was flooding, and and I, I get it. You you and have God, some they problems were go after with whoever is responsible. Water coming into your home and your property. So they wanted to uh, sue to have the Boise River moved. So did, uh, did ended up not going anywhere. The Boise River is still there. I don't know if did they want to get it moved to Arizona. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds reasonable unless you say it <laughs> twice. Yeah, I, I mean for crying out loud, 
A river flows where a river flows, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you, this is all those, it's similar to some of the things where, you know, you get people that move into the state and, and they move into an area. And I'll just use an example. They move in next to a dairy or right. a feedlot or an airport. Yeah. And all of a sudden they say, well, wait a minute. We need to have this dairy moved. These, it stinks, these. and we have flies. And it's like the yeah. dairy has been here for a hundred years before you moved and built your home here. <laughs> these are not optimal conditions for me owning a home next to yeah. wherever you are. It's like um, this isn't something they didn't come in and move in next to you. You moved in next to them. There's a, a thing going on. There's a meme, uh, and it says something about uh, this uh, property is a farm. On farms, you have uh, smells, you have flies, you have, and it just went through this whole list of stuff, and it also included uh, animals uh, maybe completely visible to you doing things to each other, which you wouldn't necessarily want to watch. And uh, they said, if you don't like any of these things, please do not purchase a home next to a farm. (laughs) Which you would think would, you know, go without saying, but uh, unfortunately, it obviously must not in some instances go without saying anymore there's so very little that goes without saying uh things we're going to be talking about this morning first of all let, let's get you uh, up to date we're going to have um a final pair of tickets for uh no that was last night um the uh tickets coming up here for friday night we have tickets for friday night's game the idaho steelhead so we've got those coming up here for you this morning we'll have more tickets for you tomorrow morning today is the day before um, when we start to look at what's going on, not a lot to different types of foods to choose from, but uh, Chris and I will be looking at the menu. Yeah, this is breakfast. Pastry perfection. This is breakfast eve. So <laughs> we start looking at things that uh, we want to get to tomorrow morning. Don't forget the Degenhart dozen. Still working on Tyson Degenhart is going to be there uh, on Saturday. The day after we're there, we're trying to see if he might want to come down uh, a little extra and and sit with us for a while because Pastry Perfection has the Degenhart dozen which is a dozen of his favorite donuts that you can buy. And along with your favorite donuts, his favorite donuts, you also get an autographed sports card from Tyson Degenhart. That's cool. So he will be there Saturday also at Pastry Perfection. If you want to meet him and get pictures, uh, more autographs, he'll be there Saturday. We're also working, hopefully, uh, haven't heard back yet on whether or not he will be out with us, but uh, working, we're efforting to get that to happen. Um, Also on the way this morning, more uh, news uh, about, St. Luke's and their case against Ammon Bundy. St. Luke's has withdrawn the uh, Supreme Court pe- uh, petition in the Bundy case. And the, the craziest news of all that we talked about yesterday was yeah. Jem County Sheriff Wouldn't saying that they uh, um, don't like the fact that he is becoming more confrontational. So they said that they would stop delivering subpoenas to his door, <laughs> which... By the way, in case, Gee, I didn't that, know that's all it took. I mean, <laughs> that's the crazy part. It's like that's your job. That that is one of your jobs. Remember, if the police knock on the door, be confrontational. <laughs> that way, they might leave. Yeah, or, or and and say, hey, we don't ever want to come back again. Um, obviously, that was pointed out to them yesterday that that was their job. So um, they have now said that if. They do have paperwork that must be given in person and signed for by Ammon Bundy that they will continue to do their job. Well, good. Yeah, so that's good. We'll give you an update on that. Um, and, and also, there was some movement on that case as of yesterday. Um, we'll give you the details on that. Um, Washington legislature yesterday passed a semi-automatic rifle ban. Fifty different semi-automatic rifles will be banned. Uh, I, I, I say will be banned. The governor hasn't signed this yet. 50 different models? Or just- 50 different models. Wow. Yeah, of semi-automatic rifles. 
So not just the Air 15. I didn't even know they were that many. I didn't either. AK. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess there are. I mean, because any semi-automatic is any rifle where you pull the trigger once and it fires once. Yeah. Well, and, and then cycles back through by itself. Yeah. So, it. it, it when I say I, th- it's not that I think they are going to. They are going to because Governor Inslee is a Democrat, um, so he will sign that bill. We'll we'll talk about that. Get your thoughts on that coming up this morning. Also, and something we talked about. We're going to continue to talk about this, and this is pretty amazing that we were talking about it yesterday, and then a story broke right after our show. We're talking about artificial intelligence, and once again, um, continue to weigh in with your thoughts on where you think in just five years, where artificial intelligence is going to be. Story broke yesterday, and this was something not mentioned by anybody, but it is going to have a landmark decision um, when it when it comes to copyright infringement. And I didn't even think about this yesterday, but wait until you hear what happened this weekend and the ramifications artificial intelligence can have on the entertainment industry. Um, we'll talk about that coming up here for you, too, this morning. Phone lines are open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Thank you for listening in. It's uh, 15 after 6, time for our first check on what's going on with sports this morning. Rick Worthington. With all the latest, it's brought to you by Pork Belly in Cuna, the place to go for breakfast. Open up every morning at 7 o'clock. You want to get ready uh, to head on out here in 45 minutes? Check out their menu now, porkbellyidaho.com. Well, there's news in baseball for you, and it's something that I've been saying is going to happen for quite some time. It looks like the Oakland A's are going to move to Las Vegas. The baseball team announcement Wednesday night, they signed a binding agreement to purchase land in Las Vegas for a future ballpark site. J.R. Stone is in San Francisco with ABC News. In a statement, the A's said, We have made a strong and sincere effort to stay here. We recognize this is very hard to hear. We are disappointed that we have been unable to achieve our shared vision of a waterfront ballpark. Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao said also released a statement that read in part, yet it is clear to me that the A's have no intention of staying in Oakland and have simply been using the process to try to extract a better deal out of Las Vegas. There have been five different sites that the A's have been considering for a ballpark. Where exactly did they purchase land in Las Vegas? They have signed what's being called a binding purchase agreement for land not far from the Las Vegas Strip, enough land for a ballpark. They say the process to build a ballpark in Oakland has made little forward progress for some time. Again, it looks like the Oakland A's will be the Las Vegas A's pretty soon. Not something that is surprising at all, as they have been discussing this for quite some time. I'm Rick Worthington. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Uh, today, uh, April 20th, 420. wonder what Nate 
Nate's audience is going to be doing his listeners uh, coming up yeah, this afternoon he's at four twenty on the air at four twenty. Mm-hmm. Smoke him if you got him, I guess, because it is four twenty. It's still illegal in the state of Idaho, by the way. And uh, once again, we'll say will be illegal uh, for the rest of my life. So if you are one of those bad apples out there, then just remember it is illegal. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Go to Oregon. Oregon, yeah. it's perfectly fine. Just go drive okay. the, drive so, the fifty minutes across okay. the border and light them up. It's okay in Oregon. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I I know some people who treat this as a national holiday. It is not a national holiday if they remember to. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Uh, reminder for those of you um, who want to uh, vote in next month's election. Uh, a reminder for those of you who didn't know there was an election coming up next month, um, the May 2023 primary. Uh, if you want to vote online uh, or vote uh, absentee, you have to register online by tomorrow. Don't forget um, the May 16th election coming up. Uh, everybody who wants to vote absentee will have to uh, register by tomorrow and sign up to vote absentee in the election you must be registered at that time and request an absentee ballot if you haven't done either one of those people can register update the registration and request an absentee ballot online easily by going to voteidaho.gov following the deadline voters can register at an early voting site or on election day at their voting site if they mm-hmm. want election or if they haven't haven't registered as of there, yet. Want to vote? Register and vote. There are still about a billion different ways to do it. Yes. KBOI News Time six twenty six. Phone lines open once again. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Stick around. Still on the way in about half an hour. We'll give you a way to win your fifty dollar brunchette gift certificates. Yeah, more of those to give away this morning for some great food. Any one of the three locations. We'll do that with the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. Plus, we have tickets. More tickets as the. Uh, uh, ECHL playoffs continue Friday nights. They'll be back on the ice. Utah and the Idaho Steelheads. Chance for you to pick up your free tickets on the way this morning. Stick around. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 641-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. I know a lot of people listening to us this morning uh, might not be Drake or Weekend uh, fans. Drake, by the way, and Weekend, uh, huge singer-songwriters, lots of hits, Grammy Awards between them. Um, this past weekend, uh, they had a song uh, played 600 times, came out this weekend on Spotify, attracted 275,000 views on YouTube, was widely shared on social media. Um, the uh, click, they had a post uh, of a little bit of the song posted to Twitter that uh, garnered 20 million clicks on it. There's only one problem. The song is not real. Oh, serious? It was uh, generated by artificial intelligence. Take a listen. This, this is the song. By the way, if you if you have a song that's played six hundred thousand times in a weekend on Spotify, that's a hit. That's a yeah, big, that's true. big hit. The song is called "Heart on My Sleeve." It was removed from Spotify, Apple Music on Monday when it was pointed out by the people from Drake and Weekend that they had not collaborated on a song. They had not written a song called <laughs> "Heart on My Sleeve." We give that robot a Grammy. It was streamed fifteen million times. 
after it was originally uploaded, uh, up, uploaded uh, by a user called Ghostwriter977. Somehow he had created it with... Uh, artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence, yeah. huh? Now, here, here's... And this is... We're still taking your phone calls, by the way, on what you think... We, we didn't even think about this yesterday. Nobody brought this up. In five years, what do you think artificial intelligence is going to be? We're going to say this. We're going to look back in five years and see how close everybody was. Nobody thought about this. I didn't either. This, this story broke after um, we got off the air yesterday when I found it. In a media statement, their uh, management team said the uh, training of generative AI using our artist's music represented both a breach of our agreements and a violation of copyright law. Mm. Except here's the problem, and this is where you're going to see big fights when it comes to copyright law. How can you copyright something that you have never written, you've never played any instrument on, and you're not singing? Kind of a good point, yeah. So they want to claim that it's copyright, even though they had nothing to do with the song. And this is where the fight is going to be. It's not them singing. So how do you right. say, hey, you've got to stop playing this song well, because you've got to, it's, you've got to stop, it's us. You've got to stop attributing it to us, I would say. I, I would say you can't use their, their, names, their names. But apart from that. But if you want to say, hey, here's a new song from something that sounds exactly like Drake in The mm-hmm. Weeknd, and you can't tell the difference... I mean, their fans couldn't tell the difference. They thought it was a new song that got dropped, a new collaboration. I don't think there's any... Now, I could be wrong about this, by the way. I'm not an entertainment lawyer, but I don't think there's anything wrong with simply trying to sound like somebody else, as long as you're not passing yourself mm -hmm. off as them. That's going to be the problem. Right. Um, This is just the beginning of what likely is going to be a long and complex fight between... uh, the industry, not just music industry, but I can see this going over to movies, too. Right now, you know, artificial intelligence in generating people that look like some of the stars, not really great. But this is going to get better and better. And I truly believe that eventually you're, you're going to not be able to tell the difference between a real actor and somebody who has been generated by artificial intelligence for a movie. Yeah, consider, consider a two-hour movie completely deep faked. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean we can't we can't sign Matt Damon for twenty million? All right, let's get his uh, let's get his artificial yeah. intelligence generator, and uh, we'll we'll just pay a million. Oh, a great for new that. movie. It's Matt Damon and Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was dead too. Wow. Um, so that's one we didn't even think about. If you want to share yours, uh, continue to share. Where where do you think artificial intelligence is is going to be in f- just five years? We're not looking really long into the future. I'm just curious where you think it's going to be in five years. Let's get another check on what's going on with sports once again this morning. Brought to you by our friends at Pork Belly and Cuna. Chef Wally there every morning making up his edition of deliciousness so that he's ready to go when it opens up at 7 o'clock. Don't forget, you can also take advantage of the coffee drive through It's open up now also at 7 o'clock. Hot coffee, fresh coffee, flavored coffee, iced coffee, whatever you want, you can get it through the drive-thru at Pork Belly in downtown Cuna. If you were watching basketball last night, you saw a couple of pretty good games. It was a good one between the Nuggets and the Timberwolves. Murray across the timeline, gets a pick from Jokic, gets down the lane, stops, eight-footer, got it again! Jamal Murray, 37 points in game number two! Denver leads it by 10! The call there on KKSE, Jamal Murray with that shot, but the Nuggets would need a little bit more. 115 to 109. Murray has the basketball. He gets bumped by Conley. Gets a pick from Nikola Jokic. Murray stops for three. 40! That's 40 
need a playoff game for Jamal Murray. Nuggets lead at 119 to 109. Yeah. Murray was great last night. 122-113, Nuggets beat the Timberwolves, and they take a 2-0 lead in that series. What about the other games? How about the Lakers? What could they do? Memphis knocks them off last night to tie their series at one game apiece, 103-93. The East Coast game saw Milwaukee come back and tie their series against the Heat, 138-122. to And there are more playoff games scheduled for tonight. It'll be Philadelphia at Brooklyn. With, let's see, it's uh, Philadelphia that leads that series two games to nothing. That game starts at 5.30 this evening. Then you'll see Sacramento at Golden State at 8 p.m. with the Kings a 2 nothing lead in that series and no Draymond Green tonight. Phoenix will take on L.A. That's the late game at 8.30. NBA TV has that for you. It's a tie 1-1 series. I'm Rick Worthington. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman at 3. And uh, then listen in uh, and be mellow at 420 because today <laughs> is 420. And, of course, Nate's show is on at 420 this afternoon. Not saying that you should. I'm just saying that today is, it's almost like a national holiday in some states, There's lots of ways to be mellow. You don't have to do anything illegal. Well, as long as you're not doing it in Idaho, you know, you're across any one of our borders, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's just Idaho where, and we have listeners that, you know, listen outside our state. So, you know, I guess light it up if you got it. Even British Columbia. If you're not in Idaho. If you're in Idaho, just keep waiting and waiting, waiting. And waiting, because it's going to be a really long time. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through this morning, still taking emails, uh, calls too, if you want. Where do you think uh, artificial intelligence is going to be? A couple of uh, emails in this morning said, uh, this is a text message. I see this going in. A whole lot of people scrambling to change copyright law. It will become illegal to imitate a voice, duplicate a face. It's going to be ridiculous. It will be just silly as the NFL Cooperating with the uh, name for the uh, Super Bowl and not being allowed to say that. <laughs> uh, it, it won't be similar to that. Um, but yeah, something's going to have to be done. The only time you're not allowed to use the name of the Super Bowl is when you are using it for profit. Yes. In other words, if we said, hey, come on down to our big Super Bowl party, we better have paid the Super Bowl a fee to use that name. And and since we're not going to do that, we always say, hey, come down and watch the big game with us. Yeah. It's similar to March Madness. Yeah. NCAA basketball. You're not allowed to do that if you're you're profiting off it. You can say it as much as you want. I can say Super Bowl right now, and nobody's going to come throwing me in handcuffs. One of the the stations kept referring to it as early uh, spring insanity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Micah writes in, in answer to your question on where do you see... Artificial intelligence in five years, I have this to say. They've already been reports about at least one artificial intelligence learning how to lie effectively. Consider this. They will probably be running Congress and our government soon. Mm. That would save time. Uh, okay. No, it, it's, it's always the same robots, but uh, every four years we change who gets to program them. I cannot tell a lie. I did not have sexual relations with that robot. <laughs> Another story, we didn't get to this yesterday, and I wanted to get this because this is um, part 
particularly frustrating to me um, and will be to anybody who is looking into buying a home unless you have bad credit. If you have bad credit, this is great news for you. Mm. Biden is going to be hiking, the Biden administration, hiking payments for good credit home buyers. So home buyers with good credit scores will soon have a costly surprise, like within a couple of weeks. So you guys are doing great. So we're going to we're going to extract more from you. Yes. So and, and give it to the people who haven't been quite as judicious as you. A new federal rule will force people with high credit ratings to pay higher mortgage rates and fees to help pay for people who have riskier credit ratings. Now, when I say high credit, what is high credit to you? Do you know your credit score? I do. Would you like me to tell you what it is? You can. If you 831. Yours is a little higher than mine. Mine's 820. Now, when I say high credit score, what do you what do you picture as a high credit score? 831. Home buyers with credit scores of 680 or higher. In other words, most people for example, will end up paying an extra $40 per month more on a home loan of uh, $400,000. Wow, seriously. Here's another kick to the sack. That's our reward? That's your reward for doing, you know, being fiscally responsible and watching your credit and paying off your bills on time. Here's another kick to your sack. If you're a home buyer (laughs) who wants to pay less monthly payments on your home, so you decide that you're going to make a bigger down payment instead of putting down 3%. Or 5%. You say, I, I want to lower my monthly payments. You're not going to be able to do that anymore. Because if you put down a bigger down payment, you're going to be required okay. to pay a higher fee. The only way this is fair is if you have a high credit rating because your parents were billionaires and you've you know, always been able to get yourself out of any jam uh, your entire life. And the people that you are helping are people who have just had bad luck and are poor. Where it's not fair is where you have a high credit rating because you've worked hard to achieve it and keep it, and uh, the people you are helping are deadbeats. From now on, based on this new law, which, by the way, takes place May 1st, this is called Loan Level Price Adjustment Fees. This takes effect in a couple of weeks. In addition, if you want to make a big down payment, say you, you want to make a 15 or 20% down payment, mm-hmm. you will also be charged another fee, and that money will go to people who can't or don't want to make a high down payment. Think about that. Or don't want to. Under the revised, or don't want to. Not just that they can't, just that they don't want to. Under the revised LLPA pricing structure, home buyer with a, for example, 740 FICO credit score and a 20% down payment will face a 1% surcharge on the total amount of their loan. So if they're getting a loan of $400,000, they'll have to pay a 1% surcharge. If, if, If the idea is to extract money from people, I understand this because you can't get blood out of a turnip. Therefore, if you were to say, if you have very bad credit, we're going to charge you more, that's not going to do you any good if you're trying to raise revenue, right? Right now, the way it works is the better credit score you have, the better rates you get. True. Now, the better credit score you have, the worse rates you're going to get. The more penalties you end up paying. Yeah. Or the more you are forced to be uh, 
benevolent to those who haven't worked as hard. By the way, if you're wondering if or, this works... Or are simply less fortunate. If this works for uh, not just home buying, if you want to refinance, it also is going to be new fees on refinancing. Buyers with credit scores of 679 or lower will have their fees slashed, resulting in favorable mortgage rates. For example, a buyer with a 620 FICO score... With a down payment of five percent or less, we'll get a you know, one. I, let me finish. Okay, we'll get a one point seven five percent fee discount, which is a decrease I from get, the old fee of three point five for that I, bracket. I get the concept here, but you are rewarding people who haven't done yes nearly as well as the people that you are penalizing. Yes, your entire life you were taught, hey, take care of your credit score. Now. Not only do you want to not take care of your credit credit score before you buy a house, you want to make sure that you get your credit score down to below 680 so that you can take advantage of these mm-hmm. lower fees. As soon as you buy your house, get your credit score back up and right. everything. But how soon? If this is starting on houses, is this soon going to be on cars too? Hey, if you make a big down payment on your car, we're going to charge you a little extra on your interest rate. If you have a good credit score, we're going to charge you uh, more for your interest, and we're going to give that to somebody who hasn't taken good care of Last, their credit. We bought a car a couple of years ago, you know, a, a minivan, and we we put half down. And and now that would be a bad idea. That would be a bad idea because you'd be increasing the uh, price of your payments. Your thoughts, if you want to weigh in on this. I just I, I read this, and I'm like, this can't be real, and it takes takes effect. Once again, May 1st. Again, I get the concept. It's just not fair. If you're uh, in the process of buying a home, you better make sure that that gets closed on April 30th. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on Verizon Wireless. We'll take a break here for sports. This update brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Don't forget, uh, not only great breakfast, but lunches, too. They're open up until 2 o'clock. Fresh-made soups. Uh, you've got uh, every day made from scratch. Chef Wally there making those soups. If you want to take advantage of a delicious lunch or breakfast, they're open right now, 7 a.m. to 2, seven days a week. Get into Pork Belly in downtown Cuna. The Seattle Mariners once again were taking on the Brewers yesterday. The 1-0 pitch. Line drive right field. That's in. Base hit. Scoring is Contreras. They will hold Winker at third as Teoscar Hernandez throws it in. Luke Voigt goes the opposite way for an RBI single. And Milwaukee's on the board in the seventh. It's 2-1. to one. And that was the call on WTMJ. The Mariners were leading by a score of 2-0 until that run was scored, and the Brewers would knock in another couple. 0-1. Line drive left field, falling fast. That's in for a base hit. It hits the gap. Kelnick dove to stop it from getting to the fence, but still two runs have scored. Over to third goes Voigt. He'll stop there. Bryce Terang into second base. He's given the Brewers the lead. And it was 3-2 to two at that point until this knock. 1-2 pitch. Ground ball hit back through the middle and into center field. A base hit to Lez. Scoring from third is Voigt. Terang is right behind him. He comes to the plate and crosses without a throw. As a pinch hitter, Rowdy Telez, a two-out, two-run single. And with that, Milwaukee beat Seattle by a score of 5-3. to three. There's other news for you in the world of hockey. The Idaho Steelheads... That well, started off as a pretty good week for them. Didn't end up that way last night, though. The Grizzlies shut out the Steelheads for the first time this season. The Steelheads shut out. Final score was 3 to nothing. Steelheads will take on the Grizzlies again this Friday. 
It'll be game two at Idaho Central Arena. 7-10 p.m. is puck drop. Again, the Grizzlies with a one nothing lead in that series after a winner. 3 nothing last night over the Steelies. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 724 Jeremiah Bates uh, with us this morning. A lot of red once again uh, on the futures. Pretty much everything in the red, uh, even uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, everything down uh, this morning. But uh, I want to talk a little bit uh, about Tesla and uh, their earnings. And I, I, I want to talk about him. I'm glad you brought this up uh, this morning in your email because uh, Tesla announced yesterday that for the sixth time in the what last year or so, they are lowering prices on a couple of their vehicles. Yes, which if you're looking in the market to purchase a Tesla, it's great. However, as an investor, there is a little bit of concern with this earnings report that was released because... You have a stock, I mean, year to date, Tesla's been performing really well. It's up almost, I think it's up over 46% after a dismal 2022, where it was down over 70%. And the bottom line is the concern is on margin pressure. So you have Tesla where it's cutting prices of its cars, but it's weighing in, it's weighing down on its overall profit. So in the short term, is there demand? Could there be, Meaning, is there demand for electric vehicles? Certainly there is. But if Tesla is a company, if they're cutting costs, well, then as an investor, you got to understand, okay, how is that going to affect the share price? Well, it's going to it's gonna drop their profitability. And so it's no surprise that we're going to see a repricing of it. Now, I think this is a bit of a, a, a knee-jerk reaction when you're talking about almost a 9% slide in pre-market trading because there's clearly a demand. Like the demand for Teslas are there. They expected that the first quarter of this year, they were, they were going to have the highest sheer amount of deliveries of their car. And they expect to potentially hit upside volume of 2 million vehicles this year. And by the way, they got almost $23 billion of cash on hand for research and development to do more implementation of maybe a new model efficiencies on their existing models. So I think in the short term, this, these cost-cutting measures are making investors a little bit uncomfortable, less bullish on Tesla. But in the mid to long term, I think Tesla is still poised just based on the tr- just based on the transition that we're going into elect- electric vehicles, the market share that Tesla has, the brand following. So I just think this is a short-term blip in te- for the year for Tesla. But it's certainly weighing down on other automakers. Right. You have Ford, GM, uh, both getting beat up, both down more than 2%. Rivian's down as well. So short term, yeah, Tesla's taking on on the chin a little bit. I think it's a bit of an overreaction in my opinion. But long term, I think Tesla's still poised to right. to be one of the leaders in uh, 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 excuse me electric vehicles. Uh, you know what would be really cool before I let you go is if Tesla came out with a gas-powered model. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Jeremiah. We'll keep an eye on it right now. Dow is down 150 points uh, ahead of the opening here in just a couple minutes. We'll get an update uh, from you uh, in about an hour. Tomorrow morning, we're going to talk about debt ceiling, what it means for the average person as that fiasco gets closer and closer. We'll do that coming up tomorrow morning. Thanks, Jens. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. A couple of things we're taking your phone calls and uh, emails on this morning, 208-336-3700, toll-free 1-800-529-5264. 
pound 670. If you have a Verizon wireless, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com and Mike at KBOI.com. Continue to take your uh, phone calls on where do you see artificial intelligence in just in the next five years? We're not talking way off future. Just how fast and how quickly we have seen changes just in the last six months. What do you see in the next five years? This will be something we hang on to and look back on five years from now. Other thing, uh, taking phone calls on uh, the new rules that take effect apparently on may 1st uh called loan level price adjustment fees for those people who are going to be uh getting federal government loans for homes you're going to be charged more if you've done a good job with your credit if you have a <laughs> a high credit I, and i don't even think 680 is high credit rating to me well, well I, it can i be, was disappointed when uh, it, it can be higher when i had 680 uh but that's what the government calls a high credit rating anything 680 or over you're going to have to pay an additional fee to offset those buyers um who have bad credit yeah unfair in addition if you want to make a larger down payment for instance, if you're required to make a 3% or 5% down payment and you want to lower your monthly payments for the life of your loan, you decide to put 20% down, you'll also be required to make a uh, payment. I, I, for lack of a better term, it, they, they call it fees, but it seems to me like it's a fine. Oh, you want to pay a bigger down payment? We're going to fine you mm-hmm. a percent, half a percent. And then we're going to give that money to somebody who either doesn't or can't make a bigger down payment. Brad writes in, why am I even working anymore? Socialism is already here. (laughs) Sue says, hi, why is this the first we are hearing about this? How could this not be fought to stop? We have no mortgage for years now, but are paying off solar in big hunks now. Should we stop that? This just plain wrong. That's from Sue. I think the reason we're we're hearing about it it just happened. And it's weird that, I thought the same thing, I, and, and my wife is out of town right now, and I gave this to her, and she hasn't responded back. She's um, have meetings this week, and I go, is this happening, and why aren't you fighting? And when mm. I say you, um, she's the president-elect of the National Association of Realtors. My guess is uh, it, it's weird thing for realtors to fight because you want to protect uh, first-time buyers just as much as, you know, that have low credit scores as as people who have high credit scores. So it's kind of a fine line that you have to walk. But man, this just does not seem fair. And I'm wondering how many people are going to be jobbing the system. Somebody, uh, I think it was Dylan, wrote in here. Just a second. Let me find his email. Um, Yeah, Dylan wrote in. On one hand, I'm kind of happy regarding the change to the mortgage terms. It just might get people to wake up to the manipulation of the democratic base of Biden corruption. Smart people who happen to be the people with good credit will simply max their credit cards out prior to purchasing their home, lowering their credit score. They'll get the better rate and be required to put less money down. Once their loan is on the books, they'll simply divert their down payment money back to their credit cards Mm. and pay them all off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I just I, I, that's what i don't understand i don't understand it i i get uh what you know what they're calling it right loan level price adjustment fees because that sounds very nice i like hey we're gonna it, it, the other thing that we'll take a break here we need to get a, a look at sports what i think this also does is, is a way around something President Biden has claimed that he will not do, promises that he will not do. But this kind of is that, in my opinion. 
We'll see if you agree when we come back next. Right now, final check on sports brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Get in, check out their menu, porkbellyidaho.com. Working on an all-new menu. Chef Wally's going to put that together. We'll debut that in weeks. Get in today for lunch or breakfast. They are open up, open up every morning beginning at 7 o'clock. Well, there's news in baseball for you, and it's something that I've been saying is going to happen for quite some time. It looks like the Oakland A's are going to move to Las Vegas. The baseball team announcement Wednesday night, they signed a binding agreement to purchase land in Las Vegas for a future ballpark site. J.R. Stone is in San Francisco with ABC News. In a statement, the A's said, we have made a strong and sincere effort to stay here. We recognize this is very hard to hear. We are disappointed that we have been unable to achieve our shared vision of a waterfront ballpark. Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao said also released a statement that read in part, yet it is clear to me that the A's have no intention of staying in Oakland and have simply been using the process to try to extract a better deal out of Las Vegas. There have been five different sites that the A's have been considering for a ballpark. Where exactly did they purchase land in Las Vegas? They have signed what's being called a binding purchase agreement for land not far from the Las Vegas Strip, enough land for a ballpark. They say the process to build a ballpark in Oakland has made little forward progress for some time. Again, it looks like the Oakland A's will be the Las Vegas A's pretty soon. Not something that is surprising at all, as they have been discussing this for quite some time. I'm Rick Worthington. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 652-208-360-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Don't forget at this time tomorrow morning, we'll be uh, enjoying donuts, probably into our second or third round. We'll be at Pastry Perfection for the Hometown Breakfast, brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. You're invited to come so, out and join us. Or I always use my line, I'm part Danish, or by now I should be. <laughs> we'll be out there uh, doing the show live as usual for our Hometown Breakfast. Invite you to stop on by and join us. You are invited every week. We're going to be out for the next couple of uh, months, starting out uh, our weekends and your weekend. Pastry Perfection, the place to be. Don't forget, uh, we've got the Degenhardt Dozen that you can get at Pastry Perfection, named after Tyson Degenhardt of the uh, Boise State basketball, men's basketball team. These donuts are tall and versatile. They're his 12 favorite donuts. They've got uh, chocolate sprinkles, maple bars, glazed donuts. You buy one, you get an autographed basketball card from Tyson Degenhardt, absolutely free. Now, if you want to go one step further, now we're working on trying to maybe get him out there, stop for by for a little while tomorrow morning. Don't know if that's going to work, but if you want to meet Tyson, if you want to get pictures taken with Tyson, plus get the uh, autographs, you can do that coming up on Saturday. Saturday, he will be at Pastry Perfection from 11 until noon, signing autographs, taking pictures, chance to meet you. So a uh, chance to do that. You also get the Tyson Degenhardt uh, on Saturday, too. That's available every day while pastry perfection is the dozen yes so hopefully we will uh, see you coming up here once again tomorrow morning pastry perfection the place to be to start off your day it's right across from hawks memorial stadium big huge thank you to kenny and everybody at cloverdale plumbing for making those possible once again talking uh, uh, about the uh, hike to uh, payments for good credit home buyers these are through now these are, are not Commercial loans, these are backed federal loans, but most of the loans in the United States now are, are backed by federal uh, loans 
And so this is going to affect a lot of people who are buying homes. Begins May 1st. If you are uh, getting close to closing your on your house, you might want to tell your uh, loan officer, hey, can we get this done by uh, close of business on uh, <laughs> April 30th? 30th? Yeah, I don't want to pay the higher fees. Right. Home buyers with credit scores of 680 or higher will be paying, um, they call them fees. I want to call them fines or, and this is, this is what it was, we we're going to break, a way for Biden to tax people without actually saying, hey, this is a tax. Mm-hmm. It's not a tax. It's a loan-level price adjustment fee. Which is is based on, apparently, your ability to pay. But, again, it, it seems to be rewarding you if you don't have a good credit rating and penalizing you if you do. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not even, um, you know... Your, your ability to pay when it when it comes to credit ratings there are a lot of people who you know have the ability to pay for stuff and they have you know a, a lot of money but they can't borrow because they don't have good yeah. credit ratings that's what that's all this is they charge you a higher fee because you've been fiscally responsible this incentivizes <laughs> financial irresponsibility am i wrong no that would seem to do just that 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take some more of your phone calls and your thoughts on this. Um, it's also, uh, if you want to make a bigger down payment, you will be taxed. I call it a tax because that's that's kind of what it is. If you want to make a bigger down payment, yeah. you will be taxed a fee to do that, to, in, to be allowed to make a bigger down payment. It's in your fi- own money. In finance, those things that they encourage you to do, yeah, uh, congratulations. Keep doing them, but you will be uh, Punished. As it turns out, punished yeah. for it. Yeah. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. A part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. A couple of things uh, on the way in the coming hour that you can win. We've got tickets to the Idaho Steelheads. It's not a must-win game, but it's kind of a must-win game. They lost last night 3-0. That's kind of shocking to me because that three when you lose in hockey three to zero that's kind of a butt whipping in hockey right well yeah it is yeah so uh, Friday night's game uh, kind of a must win you can be there looking for something to do Friday night we've got a pair of tickets we'll give away on the way in the coming hour also in the twenty minutes or so we'll have a chance for you to uh, pick up the fifty dollar gift certificate to one of the brunch ends any one of their three locations here in Idaho uh, be ready to call for our Casper and Chris damn near impossible question it's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Silverhawk Realty the number forty seventh ranked Berkshire Hathaway Bro in the world three continents 12 countries 1500 brokerages they are ranked 47th uh two busiest airports in the united states for cargo are located in these cities what are the cities at the two busiest airports in the u.s for cargo specifically for cargo not people i'll give you a hint these two airports are not anywhere close to being the biggest airports or even having anywhere close to the most flyers. If you know the answer, stick around. You can win in 20 minutes. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 807, 35 degrees in downtown Boise. Happy Thursday. It's April 20th, 420. Some people consider this a... uh, uh, national holiday what it was all about i went to a party and my friends were like you have never tried this ever not even in college i'm like i was too afraid 
My Aunt Jimmy told me people who smoke marijuana are evil people. And I have plenty of friends that smoke. They're not evil. They don't remember shit, but they're not evil people, right? <laughs> so I wanted to experience this, and I, I just, I was excited. I thought, ooh, I'm going to be a rebel, do something different. I take my first hit, waiting for something amazing to happen. Nothing happens. I'm like, this is boring. Everyone's telling me, relax, it's your first time. I take another one. I'm like, come on, pink elephants, let's do this, come on. Still nothing happens. So I just take another one after another one. All of a sudden, I'm standing up at the party. I'm like, hey, I don't think this marijuana is working. I think I'm too old now for pot. My life is different. I don't even have health insurance as a full-time comic. I had a day job. I had health insurance then, and I would go to a doctor. I would pay a copay. Sometimes it was $20. Maybe it was $10, depending upon what I was going to the doctor for. I went to the dentist one time. There wasn't a copay. I don't know why that happened. You know, in Canada, they have free health insurance over there. I don't know why this country won't give us free health insurance. That's the biggest problem in this country. Everybody needs to go to the doctor every now and again. You know, I notice I'm talking a lot. My brain is going, shut up, but I don't know how to do that. <laughs> uh, so if you want to celebrate today, um, I'm sure Nate Shellman has some surprises for you at 420 this afternoon on, on 420. Phone lines open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, once again, talking about um, the uh, payments uh, for good credit, home buyers subsidizing buyers with low credit scores and high-risk mortgages. Uh, your thoughts on that this morning. Ben, you've been being very patient, waiting online. Uh, appreciate that. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Morning, guys. Hey, uh, <clears throat> I missed some of your uh, conversation about this, so pardon me if I duplicate the question or the answer. Who is the number one? Who is the brainiac idiot that came up with this idea? <laughs> we we the, don't know for sure. That would be the Biden administration. Somebody. Well, I've, and number two, people ought to know out there, especially the ones on the left, it's your first step to communism via socialism. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of seems, you know, we're, a little bit just, like that. Right? We're just Doesn't making it? our first step now? <laughs> no, on this one. Oh. And keep in mind... No, it, we've been doing it for a long time, but they need to understand that, and I don't know if some people can fathom that, but... Thank you for the call. Thank you for the thoughts, Ben. Appreciate it. This is nothing scary. I mean, it has a nice, innocuous name to it. Loan level price adjustment fees. <laughs> it's just when you read in what, what it actually means, it means if you have a credit score of 680 or higher, you know, you've done a good job taking care of your credit. It's something I've taught my kids my to, entire life. We need to figure out something to call it for which the initials would be like SCRU or something of that nature. <laughs> I, I can just, I, I know I'm going to have one of my kids come to me and dad, go, Dad, you lied to us our entire life. Yeah. You told us if we take care of our credit rating, our credit rating will take care of us. Now I'm getting charged more to buy a home because I have a good credit rating? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, it's exactly what's happening here. Come on, you have to subsidize the people who don't. <laughs> I, I don't understand this. I just don't get it. I don't see where anybody thought, you know, oh. this, this could be good in any way, shape, or form to punish people who take care of their credit by rewarding people who don't take it's, care of it's, theirs or don't give a crap. It's not fair. And uh, on, on that note, I have uh, an instant message from Lee that says simply, well, no one ever said life was fair. 
Because apparently that's not the first time I've said that's not fair. Greg in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, gentlemen. Well, I'm sure you're aware that the state legislature passed a financial literacy mandate in our for our schools in mm-hmm. Idaho this session. Um, this, this is going to change that, credit, isn't it? It's yeah. You know, make sure you miss a few payments. You don't want that credit card score to get too high. Um, it, it's just obviously asinine, but we've been doing this kind of stuff for a long time. Uh, certain states nationally, there's a debt tax. So if you're wise with your money, you save and bank it, and then you have the audacity to die, then government <laughs> entities like the state of Washington think that they're entitled to your stuff. But if you drank it, smoke it, frittered it away in depreciating toys, and you croak with nothing, Hey, you're you're off the hook as far as the government goes. Um, in certain jurisdictions, they let people go in, and as long as you don't steal more than a thousand dollars, you're not accountable for your behavior. You know, Obamacare changed the responsibility when it comes to pre-existing conditions, and so now you can lifestyle your way into diseases and pass the bill to your neighbor. I mean, this has been a mindset that's been growing for a long time, and it seems to come from a certain political sect that is not familiar with, for instance, biblical principles of personal responsibility and self-sufficiency. We're just going absolutely mad in this country now, and this, I think, is another evidence of that. Thank you for the call, Greg. All right. Thanks, guys. Text or email in Mike at KBOI.com says, doesn't those with lower credit scores make for riskier loans? Isn't that bad for yeah, banks? Didn't yeah. banks just have a problem last month? Uh, last month and uh, a big one about 15, 16 years ago. Here's the thing, though. These don't uh, apply. These, these fines, I'll call them, or taxes, don't apply to commercial bank home loans. They only apply to federally backed loans because, hey... Federal government doesn't care if you're, you know, if they're making risky loans because <laughs> they can just get it from the taxpayers. Mm-hmm. It's not like a bank where the bank has to be fiscally responsible. This is a government loan. That's why it's different. Jim from Eagle. So Uncle Joe's going to punish those of us who pay our bills to buy support from the masses of deadbeats. Why does this surprise anyone? Isn't this the same approach that he takes with gun control? Punish the law abiders with the action of lawbreakers, the same lawbreakers, liberal DA, allow back on the streets with no bail or no charges at all. Welcome to our new yeah. reparina- reparation well, and, nation. And, that, and that's nothing new. It's, it's, you know, throughout history, you make laws to stop the people who aren't smart enough to just simply do the right thing. And it, of course, the law ends up penalizing everybody. D writes in, um, says, just wait till Biden waives all mortgage debt for minorities and trans and anyone who votes Democratic. I think he, he actually or she meant whoever D yeah, yeah. votes for Democrats, not, I mean, voting is Democratic. So I think you meant to say votes small, for Democrats. Small, small D is when you say, I, I appreciate a Democratic society. Large D is when you say, I'm a member of the Democratic Party. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, continue to weigh in with your thoughts if you like uh, this morning. Also continuing, this is a conversation we started yesterday and even after the show. Um, uh, had the news story of 
artificial intelligence. Music generated to sound exactly like two very large stars. And a lot of people thought they released a new song together, Drake and The Weeknd. As a matter of fact, it had something like 20 million streams over the weekend. One big problem. Drake and The Weeknd knew nothing about it. Mm -hmm. They didn't write a new song. They didn't sing a song. They didn't release a song. Somebody released a song that sounded like they did. There's a big problem with artificial intelligence when it comes to copyrights. Where does copyright law go? If you want to weigh in with your thoughts and where you think artificial intelligence is going to go, you can uh, also do that this morning. Um, stick around. Coming up next, we've got a $50 gift certificate to the Brunchettes. Any one of the locations, you got to use it yourself. If you can answer our Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question after traffic and weather. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, here's an idea for you. It's 420 at 420 this afternoon. Listen to our podcast at the same time you're celebrating 420. I'd, I'd be curious how uh, the reaction to that. Some people, I believe, uh, I think the only way you can listen to our podcast is by celebrating 420, somebody's no matter what a, day it somebody's is. Somebody's going to call us up. You guys play the best music. Casper <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, damn near impossible question time. Uh, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network. For all your real estate needs, there's only one number you need to know. That's 208-888-4128. gift certificate to the Brunchettes uh, available for you. If you answer the uh, question, cash, you are going to get first crack at it today. Our question is, what are the two busiest airports in the United States for cargo? Cargo only, not people, just cargo. What cities are those airports located in? Anchorage, Alaska, and Memphis. And why would you say Anchorage and Memphis? Well, I just, uh, that's my guess. I'm in the know about these things. <laughs> you're, I, you're, I know. I'm in the know. I like that. I'm in the know. Chris, and that is, by the way. Yeah, that's the correct answer. The correct answer. Chris, well done. Why, why Memphis? Memphis. You got this one right. Because FedEx is there, and everything you uh, send through FedEx first goes to Memphis and then back to its destination. So they get a lot of cargo. This is the craziest thing. If you want to FedEx something from Boise to Nampa, it goes to Memphis before it goes to Nampa. That's that's the crazy part. That's yeah. why it's so busy for cargo. Um, Anchorage, by the way, is uh, busy because it's a huge hub for international shipment. So congratulations, uh, Cash. You got yourself $50 gift certificate to the Brunchettes. Don't forget, there are three locations. You can use those at either the Huckhouse Brunchette, Blue Bench Brunchette, or Brunchette on the Lake. Uh, any one of those you can use it at. We'll have one more chance. If you didn't get in this morning, another chance for you to win coming up tomorrow morning, final day of our Casper and Chris Damn Near Impossible Questions. Still on the way, as promised. We got another pair of hockey tickets. Didn't uh, end up so well for the uh, ECHL record-setting Idaho Steelheads last night. They lost 3-0 to zero mm. against Utah. First round of the playoffs, first game of the playoffs. They've got another chance. It's almost, not quite, I wouldn't say must-win, but it is kind of a must-win game coming up Friday night. You can be there for free. Stick around. Your chance to win on the way within minutes. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
Congratulations going out to Kathy Adams. She was caller number six. She and a guest will be headed to the Idaho Steelheads to take on Utah game number two. Steelheads are down 0-2. If you know Kathy, you might want to call her up and remind her how close of friends you are. Or just tell her how really nice her shoes look and maybe she'll invite you to the uh, Steelheads game tomorrow night. We've got more tickets to give away. Nate Shaman will have tickets coming up this afternoon after uh, 3 o'clock. Plus, we will have tickets in our pockets with us tomorrow morning for the Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing where we will be at Pastry Perfection. Not only will we have tickets to tomorrow night's game with us at Pastry Perfection for the Hometown Breakfast. We'll also have tickets to the uh, Albertsons Boise Open, presented by Chevron. Chance for you to get uh, those tickets to see Joan Jett and Cheryl Crow. That includes the concerts and golf all day, those respective days. Cheryl Crow Thursday, Joan Jett on Friday. So if you want to win those tickets, join us tomorrow morning for some pastries, donuts, cakes, pies, cookies, breads, rolls. Am I missing any hot coffee? I forgot the hot coffee. Uh, They do have that. They also have juices. So great way to start your breakfast. And we'd love to meet you too tomorrow. So come on out and uh, join us. Frank wrote in and corrected us on something. And he says, uh, not all packages go through Memphis. A package sent from Boise to Nampa would likely go through Salt Lake City or Portland. Good show. I looked it up. And when FedEx first started, uh, yes, all the packages went to Memphis. Now, still, now. now okay. still more than fifty percent go through Memphis, but there are but there are now eleven other hubs uh-huh. where your package can go instead, which starts to make a little more sense. Thank you for the correction. See, and that's the way you do that. Yeah. Um, this one, no name on this, and uh, I, I there's a reason why there's no name because they like they, this person is criticizing us. And I, I will just say the same thing to you that, you know, uh, you may be the same person that it wrote in earlier this week. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't go down to your work at the strip club and knock the squeegee out of your hand. So I don't know why you think it's great to criticize us. Quit with your constant laughing and humor at the demise of our country. I noted you and Chris continually chuckle over topics your caller like the rest of us find nothing funny about this quit with your stinking laughing hey dipwad unless you don't have any arms there's a Mm -hmm. thing on your radio that you can just turn it to the off if you don't like us laughing we like to have fun on this show this show is about entertaining and information now I, i don't mean this is an insult at all so don't take it that way but there is a thing that people have that allows them to see the humor in things that are deadly serious as well as the seriousness and to be able to sort them in their head and treat them both ways at the same time. And that's called intelligence. Once again, in case you missed what he said, he's not trying to insult you. you you I'm not trying to insult you, but if you don't have any intelligence, that's probably not your own fault. I'm sorry that we have fun on, on our show. I like working here. I enjoy it. It is fun. And, you know, there are things that strike me as funny. And sometimes there are deadly serious things that the only thing I can do is laugh because I would cry. There's a thing you might want to look into. It's called satire. And it's (laughs) it's actually a fairly high form of comedy. (laughs) Oh, and what it does is it just laughed. What it does is it takes uh, serious subjects and it finds the humor within them in order to introduce them in a more basically light way to people who wouldn't necessarily understand them otherwise. In the famous it's, words... It's a very effective tool. ...of Chris Walton, thank you for taking the time to write us a whole email this morning. We appreciate it. But we think that you... Wow. ...do fuss <laughs> too, too much. 
Dang it. There I go. I'm laughing again. Sorry we have fun on our show. Uh, Brady writes in, I have a story about credit score woes. My wife and I always paid off our bills, don't have credit cards, and were able to get pre-approved to buy a house 11 years ago. We paid off our house in less than 10 years. Cool. A couple of months ago, we bought a new vehicle. Our plan was to pay it off in full. We had the money and just about to write a check for it. The dealer's policy is to run a credit check when someone writes a personal check. Make a long story short, short we didn't have a credit score. And had to come back the following day with a cashier's check. Didn't have one at all? To buy the car. Yeah, because they had paid everything off. Oh. Fortunately, the dealer made it up to us by buying gas for us on a second vehicle we owned anyways. This just shows that people trying to do everything the right way with their money get the short end of the deal. That's Brady. That's what we're talking about this morning. It's interesting, as we were talking about this, Fox Business News also talking about it, sharing this story with us this morning. Once again, if you're just tuning in, first of all, thank you for tuning in. We may at some time laugh, by the way, uh, on our show. So fair warning to you. Um, but we're talking about punishment now going out starting May 1st on loans, home loans. If you have a high credit score, and once again, this is me personally. I didn't know a 680 credit score was considered high. Neither did I. But that is the level that you will start to be having to pay a surcharge if you have a credit rating of 6.8% or a 680 or higher, you will have to pay a surcharge on your loan. They use the example, the surcharge, for instance, on a $400,000 loan, if you have a uh, credit rating of 680 or above, would rise, you'd have to pay about 40 extra dollars a month. Right. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's 40 extra dollars, which in the life term of a loan, over $14,000, just because you have a cry credit. You didn't do anything wrong, you did everything right, and you're going to pay an extra $14,000 on your loan. Again, it's... uh therefore based on your ability to pay and not whether or not you deserve to be penalized. Well, and it's it's not even really like even that. Even though it comes out with the exact same result. Yeah, and it's not even based on your ability to pay. I mean, just because you have a credit rating of 680 or above doesn't mean you're well off. See, this is like saying to somebody, you've lived an absolutely lawful life and done everything the way you were supposed to, but we have some people who... If they went to prison, it would be very, very, very inconvenient for them. So uh, they've been sentenced, and we need you to serve two years of that, if you wouldn't mind. Text message, 208-336-3700. By the way, phone lines are open. we got we got lines open right now. If you want to call in, please feel free. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, how did Biden's fee for good credit or large down payment make it through Congress? I'm not quite sure. And the fact that we're just now hearing about this is crazy. The only thing that I can think, and I, and, and I did a quick search after your, your text message came in, the only thing I can think is either, A, this was an executive order, which I don't think it was. No, More than likely, my guess is this was buried so deep in one of the other bills that they passed. This is what you call a pork belly bill, sideboard, whatever, Um that this was buried so deep that people didn't realize it, it was going to happen until now we are two weeks before it's due to happen, and now it's coming to the forefront, and people are going, wait a minute, what the heck is going on? Denny in Nampa writes in and says, ah, yes, once again, the government, G-U-B-M-I-N-T, has pushed us off the edge into the ice-cold waters of the pool of equity 
I'd sure like to find out just who voted for this piece of excrement so that I can avoid at all costs voting for them ever. Well said. Well, and this this is the problem when you get bills and you this stuff gets buried and people are expected to vote on stuff without getting a chance to read it. This is what happens. Right? I mean, we've we've talked to legislators and congressmen here, specifically congressmen who are given bills that are 5,000 pages thick and they're expected to vote on it within a few hours. There's no way in the world that you're going to have a chance to read through everything and that's how and why some of this stuff gets put into bills that are just massive like this because they can get it pushed through before anybody realizes how horrible it is or it's just one small part of a a big bill that everybody does agree on that it gets hidden and then by the time it's voted on people go don't have time to say whoa 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 wait wait a minute we saw some of that in the idaho legislature this year and you heard one of the news stories just to give you an example This has to do with eliminating Idaho's March presidential primary election. There are now concerns being raised about Idaho law, new Idaho law, from this year's legislative session that eliminates the state's March presidential primary election. With little debate or vetting, the Idaho legislature near the end of the session overwhelmingly passed House Bill 138. Would move it to May, but... They forgot something. Well, okay. They, They forgot to add a new bill that would move it to may so all they did was eliminate the primary presidential primary in idaho completely and they didn't set up a new one for they didn't somebody forgot to set up a new date whoopsie exactly and you know why because all this stuff happens so close and so quickly at the end of the legislature the point point was missed the point of the whole thing was to save money in other words so we can put on a very expensive early in the season uh, primary or we can uh, put one on later in the season when it might end up not even being necessary. And it saves about $2.7 million every four years, which is nothing to sneeze at, right? I mean, I, I, I get it. There are some people that didn't want to have the primary move to May because basically moving it to May, you don't have a lot of influence. I don't. I, how much influence does Idaho have on the primaries anyway, right? Um, the stated... Intent was to move the presidential primary to May, but what actually happened is the March presidential primary was stricken from law, and then they forgot to add it to the May primary. That's according to Kootenai County Republican Central Committee Chairman Brent Reagan. Even the definition of what presidential primary means was stricken from the law. Oops. Oopsie. Reagan went on to say, and this is what I just said, this is what happens when you rush legislation through the process without first building consensus and support. We see a lot of this happen every year. Near the end of the legislature, you get to the final you know, couple of weeks, and everybody's like, oh, we got to go home in a couple of weeks. Let's get all these bills passed. And things get missed. This is a big thing to miss. So now you have legislators who are saying, we need a special session so that we can get the primary added back in. So, Will, it, all that, you, you save $2.7 million. I don't know. It should be able to be quick, but it's going to cost the state more money to have a special session because they forgot to do something that should have been done yeah. in their regular session. John and Cuna has written in and says, I totally understand the difference in laughing for funny versus laughing from disbelief and frustration. I get that. I totally have to laugh in disbelief to stay sane. Keep up the great work. Thank you. 
No name on this one, Mike, at KBY.com. Uh, it says, you guys need to read Revelation. Bible says the last days will be upside down. Black will be white. Up will be down. Good will be evil. Evil will be good. Men will be women. Responsible will be real, irresponsible. Foolish will be wise, etc., etc. Tell me we're not living in those days right now. Time to get your life right with Jesus. The ride we're all on on this planet is about to get bumpy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I'll, say I'll now's the time. I'll do I, you what should he said. be doing it all the time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do what he said. I'll, I'll tell him we're not living in those days right now. <laughs> 208-336-3700. More of your phone calls and emails coming up. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, stupid legislation by the left, and then we have the 2018 tax reform, which gave $2 trillion in tax breaks to the rich, top 2%, and moved the tax burden to the middle class. None of this seems fair. Yeah, uh, I, 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 once again... Who said that? Didn't know name on that. It was a text message. Um, I don't think this is fair in any way, shape, or form. And the worst part about it is um, you have what's going on with higher interest rates already making it more difficult to buy. You're just going to make it more difficult for everybody to purchase real estate right now with what's happening with interest rates. More of your phone calls and emails coming up after news. At the top of the hour, you want to get in? Call us right now, 208-336-3700. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. With the whole SpaceX team, including founder Elon Musk, watching from company headquarters in California, the liftoff of the world's largest rocket appeared flawless. Climbed to 23 miles over the Texas coast, but before the first stage could separate from the capsule, something went wrong. This uh, does not appear to be a nominal situation. Four minutes after liftoff, the whole assembly either blew up or was blown up by ground controllers. But because the rocket cleared the launch pad at all, SpaceX is calling this a successful test. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Mm. We were were watching on the monitor, and and where I could tell... Something went wrong is when you clearly see the rocket heading back towards the Earth. Everything Whoops. went perfectly until it blew up. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the one thing they need to work on. Lincoln uh, loved the play until he got shot. I believe the line you're looking for is, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you enjoy the play? <laughs> the uh, other thing that's amazing to me, and I, I've heard it in numerous news reports so far, that uh, SpaceX Starship is a reusable rocket. Is it still reusable after it blows up? Because they keep saying it is reusable. I think it used to be. Yeah, it was reusable. It's supposed to be reusable, but I don't think it's going to be reusable anymore. It's like saying, what did you do with the, the recyclables? Oh, I, oh, yeah, okay, you can see where they actually, it blows up before it comes back. Yeah, or, I, I don't see any part of that that looks reusable. No. Um, so SpaceX, I, I guess you can learn you could, something from something take, that goes bad like what, that. Whatever you can find from, but I'm sure you could like make a mosaic out of it. I do find it interesting that they call it a successful launch just because it got off the pad. That that's what successful nowadays is apparently. Uh, t- email in at mike at kby.com. 
Facebook.com talking about this with more technology in our cell phones that was in the Apollo spaceships. Why is it that we can't get a rocket to the moon today? Elon Musk's rocket just blew up this morning. Perhaps you should talk to astronauts or mission control retirees who might still be around as to how they were successful in reaching the moon. We don't seem to be able to remember how it was done. Well, I think we remember how it's done. The... United States NASA, in cooperation uh, with others, planning on a trip around the moon next year, early next year, with a uh, planned on landing on the moon again coming uh, after that. Elon Musk isn't trying to even get to the moon. Elon Musk is trying to get to Mars. That's true. And the, it was a test flight, uh, sort of, as it were. Uh, but it was to test what is supposed to be the most powerful rocket ever uh, produced. I'm, I'm, you know, they're going to have to tweak something, obviously. Well, and this rocket has had problems before. This was due to liftoff earlier this week, and they canceled that because of problems. And the liftoff today was even delayed because of problems. Mm-hmm. And then they did get lifted off. They, but then they figured out more problems. How much does one... I, Man, this guy just must have just scads of money because you and I were trying but to figure Elon out. Musk? Yeah, he does. You and I were trying to figure out just how much each rocket that he sends up, you know, that blows up cost. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they're supposed to be rockets that are reusable, but I mean, uh, he's, this isn't the first rocket that he's had blow up, right? And these rockets have to cost a billion dollars to make, I'm guessing, somewhere Don't around know. in there. It's a good thing he has deep pockets, and as long well, plus he uses other people's money as well. As long as he doesn't buy a house, he should have plenty enough money <laughs> to be able to continue sending up rockets into space. Walton Weezer writes in, uh, "Happy 420 Day." Yes, today is April twentieth, four twenty. Um, off to Ontario to celebrate and stock up. It's amazing that a river is the difference between common sense and stupidity. Make it legal nationwide. Paranoia will destroy y'all. Apparently from his description there, common sense is what you find in Oregon. Not the other way around. Right. Okay. But there are a lot of people who would disagree with you the other way and say that river um, separates common sense on our side and stupidity on the other side. So it all depends on your context, right? Let's see. Junie says, um, this is awesome. We've always encouraged our kids to forget a credit score, not have credit cards, or carry loans and pay in cash. If you can't do that, you can't afford it. Before you freak out, it can be done. We own 12 rentals throughout the valley and continue to buy, sell, up or down. Our $700,000 home is paid off, and we paid our kids college. We're in our early 50s, first-generation U.S. citizens, college-educated. It's not rocket science. Educated consumers, investors... We'll figure it out. No, it's finance and economics. And of course... you can also study in college. Yeah, and and of course they're going to figure it out. That's not what we're talking about. Is it fair? But yeah, the people who have the the best credit rating, it's not because they're the people who've used the most credit. They've just established that they can handle credit. And pay the off idea their of credit is loans. yeah. The idea of credit is here's some money until you get some, and then shortly thereafter you get some and pay it off with any luck or with grand design. 
Idaho boy writes in, didn't we try this before, subsidizing people's loans who can't afford and mm-hmm. shouldn't get housing loans? Yeah. Looks back at uh, 2008. Oh, right. It's almost like they were purposely trying to collapse the country so they can rebuild it into their Marxist hell uh, or utopia. Greg was right this morning. They are mad, and so are the fools who keep voting for them. Nikki of Nampa, uh, probably, this is probably not aimed at anybody in your family, but it says, real estate agents are just below used car salespeople as far as being slick and slimy. Let's say you have a million-dollar home. The agent is going to get about 6%. That is $60,000. Ridiculous. A credit score of 680 is probably pretty good for someone not related to a real estate agent. Someone is on the real estate dole. Yeah, you have a lot of misinformation that you just don't understand. Real estate agents don't get 6%. Real estate agents, the the going market rate is 3%. And I am married to a real estate agent. She has been a real estate agent for 25 years. And I cannot tell you how many times she has negotiated where she doesn't even get 3%. Sometimes she gets 1%, 1.5%. I didn't know that part was even negotiable. Yeah, it's a negotiable fee. Now, the the majority do charge 3%, but that's not everybody. And it's definitely not 6%. It's, it's yeah. 3% unless you represent both the buyer and the seller. Then it's 6%. Also, by the way, if you're under the impression that they sell a $1 million home every day, uh, they don't. Usually the $1 million homes are the people who are negotiating to pay less in their commissions. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. No, I know you're not. Um, and the other thing that, uh, this is just kind of an offensive thing to me, I'm sorry, be- because I am married and I get to see uh, her work every day. And the reason that she does it is because, not because of the money, she does it because she loves helping people. She loves getting people into homes, especially people who don't think that they can get into homes. She loves helping those people out and being able to work through the problems. That is what she gets the biggest kick out of in her life. She is not slimy in any way, shape, or form. Um, I, I give her a bad time all the time, and I'm usually serious about it. Because she bends over backwards and usually will give up money to make it more fair for somebody else. And it's like, I'm like, that's not fair to you. She goes, I don't care. I want to make sure that they get, you know, the deal and this is going to keep the deal going. So everything you said in your email, not true. And obviously you don't actually know somebody who works in the real estate agency. Now, I'm not saying not all of them are are like that because they're like any other industry. You've got your great people and you have your slimy people. Mm -hmm. There are great car dealers. Yeah, Not all car dealers are slimy, but yes, there are some that give all the rest of the industry a bad name. It's true of, it's true of even our that was, industry. That was the old joke about 98% of lawyers give the other 2% a bad name. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at it. See, now I'm, now I'm aware of every time I, I laugh at something funny. John, it's not the way it should be. John says, home loan, equity BS, call your representative and senators. Yeah, that it's a little late now, but maybe they can do something about this in the future. Definitely, you should be calling your your representatives, your congressmen. I don't know how this got passed. I I don't know how this got missed. How this is going to take effect on May first, and it's just now being talked about. Other than the only thing I can figure out is it was buried under you know one one of the trillion dollar bills that were passed last year, and now that it's going to become law or the rule that now people are going, wait, wait, wait a minute. 
When did this happen? Well, take a break here. It is 915-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, when we come back, um, I've got an update on a story we told you about yesterday, which just seems weird that you have a county sheriff saying that they're no longer going to do a job that is a part of their job. They've they've changed on that now that the publicity has come out on this. And this all has to do with the Ammon Bundy case. Uh, there's a lot more craziness in the Ammon Bundy case that has happened this week. That's just a small portion of it. We'll give you an update on that story we told you about yesterday uh, on the way next here on News Talk KBOI. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 9.20. Look at that. How many hours is it away from 4.20? We're getting closer. Seven. Nate Shulman will be there uh, celebrating with you this afternoon. Uh, listen in. Beginning after 3 o'clock, he's got another chance for you to pick up tickets for tomorrow night's Idaho Steelheads game. We'll have more tickets for you also coming up tomorrow morning. We'll have them uh, live with us in our pockets at Pastry Perfection Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. That will be happening uh, right across from Hawks Stadium in uh, Garden City coming up tomorrow morning. Hopefully, we will see you there. Rick and Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. I, you know, I was wondering, I've been listening to you this morning. I do every morning. Uh, but is this going on all existing loans or just on new loans? This will be on all new loans. So if you federal. already if you already in federal loans, not new through commercial bank loans, um, ones backed by uh, federal government. Um, but yeah, anything or if you refinance. So if you have a loan and you want to refinance, same thing. That's probably why they got the. Uh, your loan score at that point because they want to guarantee they're going to get their money. Because anybody below that, they might not be able to get the loan. So if they put it above that, and plus they're looking at, uh, we're getting all the rich people, they would say. So it just, it, it mind boggles me that people continue to vote for these people. I blows my mind. Anyway, that's all I wondered. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for your time. Hey, uh, I laugh every time you laugh. <laughs> 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 See, thank that's, you, that's thank old, you, Rick. Uh, you have a good sense of humor. We appreciate it. That's the old, that's the old <laughs> Willie Sutton thing. They said, "Well, why do you rob banks?" He says, "Well, that's where the money is." And, and if you're a, gonna if you're gonna get money, you might as well get it from somebody who has money, even if it's not fair. The other thing too that people forget: just because you have money doesn't mean you have a good credit score. Well, that's you know, true, when, too. When people sit there and, and say, and, well, oh, they're trying to gather and, money from the rich. just because you have a good credit score doesn't mean you have money. No. Um, vice versa. That's exactly a great point. So, I mean, this has n- no, other than the fact that, you know, kind of goes down what Biden has been trying to do since he's he's been in office. Like I said, uh, he can't call this a tax because he has promised that he's not going to tax anybody who makes over... Well, he originally said four hundred thousand dollars, and then we found out that wasn't true. Well, he said he, in, he said income tax, income tax. Um, but he he said nobody will pay any more in taxes. Income taxes. I thought he said taxes. Period. Maybe he did. That who makes less than four hundred thousand dollars. Well, then we come to find out. Well, that's not four hundred thousand. It's actually two hundred thousand. It's it's four hundred thousand per couple. Um, but he can't he can't 
mean this would be a tax. It kind of is a tax, but he can't call it a tax because then all of a sudden he's taxing people who don't yeah. make $200,000 a year. Steve in Arizona, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Hey, buenos dias, senors. Just wanted to wish everybody in the United States happy 420 day. Not everybody. Not in Idaho. Well, I can still. You, you tell me there's people in Idaho that don't partake in cannabis? No, it's illegal. Well, then what's with all those plates on the other side of the border? Well, they're on the other side of the border. It's legal there. Oh, and then they put them on their, their drones that they paid $500 so no, for? Exactly. Right what, what a lot of people don't realize is if you, if you drive, say, from Boise to Ontario and buy marijuana, when you're coming back, when you hit the state line, it immediately evaporates and is never seen again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just got to put it in your baggage on the bus and pick it up at the bus station. <laughs> Well, the other thing you can do just so you maintain legality is when you drive over the uh, bridge coming back into Idaho, just make sure and throw it out the window. Then you're then you're perfectly fine. Thanks for the phone call. As long as you throw it out before you hit the river. Yes. Well, if you if you don't, you know, there's going to be a lot of fish who are enjoying 420 today also. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we'll take a break here. Um, as I told you, uh, uh, we're going to get to the uh, update on the story we talked about yesterday with Alan Bundy um, and Jim County Sheriff. Uh, they've issued a press release uh, now agreeing to serve Ammon Bundy with legal papers after saying they didn't want to do it anymore because uh, Ammon had become confrontational even though it is the job of county sheriffs to serve legal papers in some instances. Um, We'll give you an update on that story when we come back next after Bottom of the Hour News. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 932-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. You can also... Texas, same as our main number. Don't forget, tomorrow morning at this time, we will be enjoying our uh, fourth breakfast, maybe fifth at this point, because you can never have just one pastry from Pastry Perfection. That's where we're going to be doing our hometown breakfast. No, they, they told us we couldn't have a fifth during the show anymore. Oh, okay. Well, we'll stop at four tomorrow morning, uh, or we'll just order a Dagenhart dozen, and then we can have 12 if we want, and we'll get an autographed sports card. Of Tyson Dagenhart. You can do the same, though. It's available right there. The Dagenhart dozen has 12 favorite donuts plus an autograph card. Come out tomorrow. Take advantage. That card, by the way, is absolutely free if you get the uh, Dagenhart dozen. We'll be there. Lots of pastries, cakes, uh, pretty much anything that you you can bake. Smells delicious, and we'll have it for you also tomorrow morning. A chance for you to win your tickets to the Boise Open, the Albertsons Boise Open, presented by Chevron. We've got tickets for Thursday and Friday night. Cheryl Crow Thursday, Joan Jett Friday night. We'll also have tickets with us tomorrow morning that uh, you can win on location at Pastry Perfection for the Idaho Steelheads game as they try to get on track in the first round of the playoffs. Lost last night 3-0 to zero to Utah, but they've got another game Friday night. We'll have your tickets tomorrow morning. All right, promised we'd get to this update story we were talking about yesterday. Jem County Car- uh, Sheriff's issued a press release agreeing to serve Ammon Bundy with legal papers after lawyers for St. Luke's filed a writ of mandamus with the Idaho Supreme Court two days ago. Sheriff's office had previously said that Bundy had become increasingly aggressive when they had been trying to serve him with papers and they wanted to opt out of their duty. 
In a letter to St. Luke's lawyers last week, Sheriff Wondra of Jem County Sheriff's Office said his deputy's last attempt to deliver paperwork dealing with the current lawsuit against Bundy became confrontational. Further, that the Jem County Sheriff's Office would no longer take part in the serving process to Bundy due to safety concerns. Now, the sheriff said uh, he will now again continue to abide by his statutory duties and deliver any legal paperwork to any and all citizens of Jem County, mm-hmm. which includes Ammon. You Bundy. know, where I've heard of a writ of mandamus before? When a court orders a police department to enforce all the rules that they're supposed to. Even when they've said, well, we're, we're going to ignore a couple of things because they're not that important. And somebody takes it to court and the court issues a writ that says, uh, no, you have to do what it is we tell you you have to do. Well, he's agreed to do it. it it's, just, it it's just interesting that you have um, Ammon Bundy, a citizen of Gem County, who becomes so confrontational that he basically bullies the sheriff's office from not as delivering... Far as- Paperwork, as far legal as, paperwork. Uh, as far as they're concerned, yeah. St. Luke's lawyer Eric Sidham also said that St. Luke's is going to be asking the judge for a default judgment in its defamation lawsuit against Bundy because Bundy has not appeared or participated in any of the legal proceedings up to this point. That's generally how a default works. He has made it clear that he won't in the future. St. Luke's attorneys want the judge to rule in their favor and then determine damages. At default judgment, the court moves to step up determining the number of damages in a case like this where damages are not immediately ascertainable the court must have a hearing at that hearing evidence will be presented on damages uh, in their case Sidham says we also will be presenting evidence on punitive damages Ammon Bundy yesterday published a video online indicating that he doesn't want to fight a defamation lawsuit brought against him by St. Luke's health system saying quote in the in the video I'll give you everything I own I've asked for St. Luke's to leave me alone, Bundy said in the video. They haven't. I haven't fought them in the courts, and I have expected the judge to give them default judgment so that they can try to take my coat, unquote. In the video, Bundy said he doesn't have time or the finances to dedicate to fight the lawsuit. He also goes on to say, whatever you want, that's mine, you can have. Says he doesn't own much and notes that he no longer owns his property where he lives, a five-acre apple orchard with a home on it in Emmett. According to Gem County Assessor's Office, Bundy sold that property to White Barn Enterprises on December 5th of last year. The sale makes it unclear who exactly owns the home and whether Bundy or other members of his family are still legally tied to it. Uh, Bundy in the video also discusses some of his assets. He says he has a few vehicles, some tools, and about 50000 in cash. He says he'll give St. Luke's everything he owns. By Wednesday evening, Bunny did not appear to have turned himself in on the arrest warrant or have filed any motions in the defamation Mm. lawsuit. There you are, the latest update. So it looks like the sheriff will continue to uh, serve any legal papers papers that he is required by the courts to do so, not just on Ammon Bundy, but on anybody else, which is good. It's nice to know that you can't just bully somebody into not, you know, serving papers that they should be serving you. Scott says, uh, hi guys, not only is it 420 day, but it is Oingo Boingo Day in Los Angeles, the greatest band ever. And that's Scott in Boise. Mm, really? Uh, Oingo well, Bo- greatest band ever? They were, at one time, they were like the Beatles in Los, Los Angeles, but uh, not so much to the whole rest of the world. But that was Danny Elfman's band. 
you know, before he became uh, a guy who scores movies. Forrest uh, writes in, um, says the Gem County Sheriff is the top official in our county. He has the power to ignore the judge's orders, arrest the President of the United States if he ever came here, etc. Most of the time, the sheriff complies with the judiciary, but it doesn't mean he has to. Also, fun fact, the coroner can relieve the sheriff of his duties. I didn't know that. But it it does fly in the face of what you're saying because it sounds like the court was going to order yeah. him to do it. And he said, all right, since you're going to order me, I'm right. gonna, I'll, I'll do it. Greg from Indian Valley says, in the military, we had a word that covers Biden's new plan, uh, Bohica, which is bend over, here it comes again. <laughs> uh, Jesse James would be proud of what the federal government has become. I'm going to have to remember, Bohica, what is that again? Bend over, here, bend it, over, here it comes come, again. Here it comes again. Okay. See, Kent says... Politics in D.C. would look a lot different if we linked the tax due date closer to National Election Day. These two dates have been purposely selected to keep our minds off each connected event. I would like to hear from our political representatives on this topic when they next appear on your show. I'd like to see a national movement to make both tax and election date fall on the same month. Let's see if any of our representatives would be willing to take this on. Once again, did I miss why? what he thinks that that would accomplish on having tax day and election day on the same uh, you month? You would never, apparently, if you held a elected office, you would never pass any kind of new tax uh, that people would be forced to pay right before they remembered who they do and do not want to vote for. You, for instance. Yeah, I don't know if that would necessarily... I, th- I think the reason they are when they are, uh, tax day is in April because, uh, you know, your well, the tax year obviously ends when the regular year does, uh, December 31st, but that gives you a little time to get your stuff together and then pay your taxes. And election day is in November because that gives you uh, just enough time to elect somebody and then, uh, you know, move everything that needs to be moved to change... Uh, before January 1st, well, right? Yeah, well, not before January 1st, but in the case of the president, before January 20th, but still before January. Yeah. Uh, email in uh, says, uh, correction, Mike, Elon Musk is trying to get out of our atmosphere, like previous less educated scientists who were successful. Why can't he do it? Perhaps we've never succeeded. Um, first of all, he has done it over and over and over again. And you see the fact that he has done it by some of his satellites that are orbiting our Earth currently. This is not, by the way, th- this rocket that blew up this morning is not his first rocket that has gone A into outer space or B blown up. <laughs> this is not, yeah. he's had other rockets that have was, been unsuccessful. Was Musk the one who sent the convertible with the dummy in it or whatever into space? Do you remember that? I don't. Mm. I'll have to look that up. Uh, Dylan says, on one hand, I am kind of happy regarding the change to the mortgage terms. It just might get people to wake up to the devilish manipulation of the demon. Did you already read this one? Uh, Dylan? It sounds, you did. Sound, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think I did. Because it says demon rat. Sorry about that, Dylan. Um, uh, I, I recognized it as soon as I started to read it. And I'll, Robin wrote in, all she says is socialism. Like, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> just, just the one word, yeah, socialism. Just the one word, socialism. Um, Two Dogs says, is this a regulation or a law? If it's a new regulation, hopefully it will be quickly overturned with a change 
in administration. But we... Oh, and he also wrote in before that, Chris, I was a credit manager for years. A 680 score was a minimum score. In other words, yes, we can give you your loan if it's at least 680, but it wasn't considered a great score. And that's what I always thought. I didn't think 680 was a great score, but now if you have a score of 680, that's considered high. I mean, based on these new rules that start May 1st, where you'll have to give, you know, pay higher fees so that somebody who has a credit score, I mean, if you have 680, you're going to pay a higher percent. You. For somebody who has a credit score of 690, or or 679, rather. You probably pay judicious attention to your credit score. I do. I I, I do, too. I check it out at least twice a month, every month. Yeah, and uh, I I do most of my business online now, and I pay off things just immediately. I don't wait till the end of the month. I don't wait till the next payday. I just pay them off immediately. Fortunately, I have put myself in a position to do that. You know where I don't have to live paycheck to paycheck mm. or go into debt necessarily for anything. Uh, but and we, we we talked about our scores. I mean, my current score is eight thirty one, and I'm proud of it. Okay, because I had to work to get it up to yeah. 831. Yeah. Yours is 820. Probably the only reason yours is 11 points lower than mine is because you bought a house not too long ago. And there are always a few things that go along with buying a house yeah. that will temporarily lower your score. Yeah. No, it, it, it Be- does. Because they know that you have to pay off a fairly a, you know good size amount of money. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, we financed our, our house, and that's exactly why uh, I'm really proud, like you said. I'm really proud of 820 because it's the highest it's been in at least the last 20 mm-hmm. years and we've worked hard part of the reason and i would suggest that everybody do this if you don't have a way to keep track of your credit score that you do check out your credit score on a regular basis and the reason why i have started doing that on a regular basis is because of the attempts of fraud people trying to take out credit cards in yeah. my name um trying to use my debit card somehow getting my number and buying things and, and it, it seems to happen now every couple of months and just two weeks ago um, another person tried to take out a Bank of America credit card in my name. Yeah. And, I, and the only reason that I knew was, number one, I had checked my credit and said that somebody had tried to take out a credit card. And I'm like, well, I didn't do it, and I know my wife wouldn't do it without asking. And sure enough, a uh, day or two letter, a le- uh, later, a letter came in the mail saying, hey, we can't approve your credit card until you give us some more information. Call us back at this number. Well, I didn't. Ask for a credit card. Mm-hmm. Somebody else was trying to get it in my name. And the other thing that I have with my credit report that I check, uh, which is Credit Karma, is I have put a uh, restriction so that anytime anybody, including myself or my wife, tries to take out credit in my name, they have to call me and get approval first. Right. So that's what stopped this particular person trying to take out credit in my name but that's that's one reason why i would suggest everybody whether you have great credit bad credit whatever to um you know check your credit on a regular basis because stuff like that can happen and but and if it happens and you don't catch it in months you can't do anything about it my parents had terrific uh, credit and and part of the reason for that was it was my mother's habit my dad used to joke about this that she would go out to the mailbox um we lived in a circle, so it wasn't just immediately in front of the house. You had to walk out to where the mailbox was, uh, about you know a hundred feet or so. And she would uh, get the mail, and uh, he used to joke that when there were bills, she would have the check written before she got back to the house, <laughs> which was almost the case, by the way. Another reason, it, 
this is, this is why this flies so much in the face of fiscal responsibility. Um, we're, we're talking about this specifically in buying a home, you know, and why you, everybody's always taught, and I've taught our kids, take care of your credit, it will take care of you. And here's an example of where you get punished for having great credit. But keep in mind, buying a house isn't the only thing you use your credit rating for. No, it's not. If you want to pay less on car insurance mm-hmm. or insurance for your home or rental insurance, guess what? They use your credit rating. If you have a low credit rating, you're going to pay higher insurance costs just because you. it doesn't make sense that you have bad credit, so why should your car insurance be higher than somebody with good insurance? But it does. Credit affects everything, so it's just weird that they're starting to punish people for having better credit. Yeah. Not just better credit, in case you're just tuning in. They're also going to charge if you want to put more down on your home, which and it's, just and seems again, nuts. And again, it, it, they don't consider it punishment. They just consider it good business because we're getting more money from the people who will pay it. And we're not going to get nearly as much money from the people we can't count on. And then we're going to give it to those people but that we can't count on. It's But it's not fair. 208-336-3700. Final chance to get through. If you want to get through, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Final segment next. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 952-208-336-3700. Kevin in Caldwell. Uh, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Guys, I listened to your show this morning, and the thing that occurs to me is this whole credit rating thing is wrong. You know, poor people can have great credit. It's the irresponsible that have poor credit. Yep. So they're punishing they're punishing people who are responsible, and they're rewarding those who are irresponsible. It's, it's like it's doomed for failure. It's just doomed. I, I, I hope somebody files suit against this and puts an end to it before it ever starts. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, uh, I, once again, I just want to reiterate – that, that some people think, well, this is maybe not fair, but you're helping people who can't, you know, necessarily afford to buy a house by giving them extra money to be able to afford to get the loans. Except as you just pointed out, Chris pointed it out a little while ago, just because you're poor doesn't mean you have a bad credit rating. You could have a credit rating of 800 and you don't have a lot of money, don't have a lot of money for a down payment, but you're going to be punished you're going to be paying for somebody else just because they have bad credit, even though they have just as much money or just as little money as you do. That's what, that's what just, just somebody didn't look at this and go, well, this isn't fair. It, it, it just seems like they're designing these things to fail. I mean, to, to destroy this country. I mean, it, it's no logic. And yet these are supposedly some of the smartest people that are making these policy decisions. I mean, it just blows my mind away. It's like they're trying to destroy this country from within. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I'm Thanks. right there with you. I, I would like to, I would like to hear more about his idea of smart people making policy decisions. I never thought of that before. Should have put that in the Constitution. That should have been First Amendment. Move everything down one. Uh, another email. This is conversation about Elon Musk's reusable rocket. Says Mike, orbiting our planet is not outside of our atmosphere. He's still just on the upper layer. That's how the satellites stay put. I'm still waiting for someone to accomplish what we did in the 60s, waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, maybe you don't realize that NASA 
landed a rover on the moon back in, was it 2018, that has been sending us photographs. They've been doing explorations of the red planet. Mars, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Did I say, what did I say? The moon? moon yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mars. Sorry. Mars Perseverance rover uh, landed back on the on Mars, I think, 2021, I think, is when it landed. And we've been getting pictures. That's well above what anything was, was, that happened in the 60s. Was that a Musk thing? Or? No, that's NASA. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he he's saying that why can't we do what we did way back in the 60s when we have so much more computer power? Um, we have been. Uh, Mars is, you know, way beyond what the moon yeah, and was. The funny thing is, I think the only reason we stopped going to the moon back when we did, about 1973 or so, is just because it was expensive. Yeah. And what were we getting from it? It's not like you're going to the moon and it's like, look, we just brought back all this gold. Or look, we just brought back, it, it was, we brought back a you bunch know. of space rocks. We By the fourth or fifth launch, people weren't even watching it live anymore. No. Uh, so what was the reason? I mean, and back then, you know, when it, when it cost hundreds of millions of dollars, that's back when hundreds of millions of dollars was really a lot of money, <laughs> right? Yeah, you could get a small loan of a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Never mind. Um, We're done. We are done. We will talk to you tomorrow morning.